Welcome to the Soul Midwife Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Hughes. I'm an energy healer, a guide, a mama of four, and yes, a soul midwife. In this podcast, I offer guidance, healings, and wisdom for women who are feeling out of alignment, disconnected, and are longing to find out or to rediscover who they truly are from a deep place of wholeness. Women who are ready to step out of the culture of busy, overwhelmed, disconnection, and fragmentation, and to lead lives that feel soulful and aligned from the inside out. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I was feeling really, really inspired to hop on and record a podcast all about this experience of staying stuck and how we really can move through or I guess rebirth, right? This is the midwife and me coming out. Rebirth the new version of us because the reality is we are dynamic beings. Like our body is dynamic. It's constantly changing and we are constantly changing. And you know, ways of being or thoughts or beliefs, they do, they change over life. And oftentimes we can cling to this is the version of Julie that people know me as and that I feel comfortable in and because it's always the version that I've been. And perhaps the version of Ju- this version of Julie is, uh, it's no longer, I don't resonate with it. It doesn't align with me anymore, right? And so I'm using the, myself as a pers- personal example, but obviously this re- this like resonates and applies to so many of us. And there's specific stages of our life that we go through that this just kind of naturally begins to unfold, right? So I'm thinking of the midlife uh, time of life as one of those. Also teenagehood, right? So like the rites of passage ages are definitely time periods or portals of, of transformation. I like that, portals of transformation. So the thing that happens, though, is that we, of course, are humans, and we live in this physical human body that is run by habit patterns, it's run by hormones, it's run by all of these, what we used to think of as autonomic, so automatic things, right? However, there's been a lot of research in the past decade around how we can actually tap into our autonomic and it's not actually autonomic. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to go too deep into that podcast, uh, into that, into this podcast, but it's there. Um, you know, one, I guess one direction point I would give you if that's really interesting to you. I mean, you can always email me. I can give you a lot more information about that. Maybe I'll record a podcast on it. Um, but Wim Hof is particularly tapping into like the immune state of our autonomic system and how we can tap in and heal ourselves um, from different viruses and things. So, um, but not, not really wanting to go down that path today. Just a side a sidestep. Uh, so I'm I'm really talking about that we are we have been created as this person, right? This version of and I'm just gonna stick with myself because it's just the easiest of of Julie, right? My parents know this version of Julie. They've been around her for many, many decades. 
my friends who I've had for many decades know this this Julie. They have an idea. My partner knows this Julie and on and on, right? And so this version of Julie that I am today is so different and I can feel myself changing again. I can feel it stirring again. Then, you know, seven or eight years ago, I am like a completely different person. Um, and, and for me, that is a person that is more aligned with the, <laughs> the true essence of who I always was. So it's like a coming home is what it feels like. It feels like a uh, peeling off of all of the layers of what I thought Julie should be. <laughs> to be good, to be whatever thing you want to put on, right? Good was a thing. Uh, quiet was a thing. Um, valuable and what that meant that as, as defined by others was definitely a part of me. Um, this uh, idea that fixing, fixing people or making situations comfortable for people. So like sacrifice of the self so that for the greater good of like the family, like my role as a mother. So I've been really peeling back these layers for really it was with uh, introduction with the birth of my third son, who's nine and a half now. So it's been a, quite a long journey. <coughs> and I feel this stirring inside. And so today, one of my rituals is that I move my body in some way. And then I lay down on my mat and then I meditate and or breath work or some do some sort of self-healing, right? And so today I was, the movement was in the form of dance. So just really moving my body along with this super funky, amazing, um, I often have soundtracks from the year and this feels like already, I'm three, we're three days into the year. It feels very firmly like it is already the soundtrack for my year. Um, and so I was moving my body to it and yesterday I painted to it. It's, it's, it, it evokes whatever my soundtrack is for the year. It like really evokes this feeling of capturing something inside of me, like a reclamation of something inside of me. Right. And so as I was moving thoughts, also energy was moving through my body and thoughts were moving through my body. And I was dancing in a way that felt the most aligned that I've felt meaning like I don't give a fuck and just moving really moving with the music letting the music move through me and like I actually was embodying this idea of letting the music move through me and so as I was doing that one of the thoughts that was coming was uh the witness of like other people in my head if they could see me what would they think or there was ideas that were coming around um, some things I have planned for this year and my like refocus or even deepening of the focus uh, of the shift that I've had. And there was like this judgment voice of like, oh, these people probably don't understand. They probably feel like I've, you know, lost the plot or gone a little mental or like, I mean, what must they think of me? I'm so different than I was or the offerings are so different than they were. And why don't I just stick with like the hormone thing, which I, I still do, but I just do in a in a more aligned way, <laughs> in the way I've always wanted to. I just don't pussyfoot around about it anymore. Um, and there was like all this judge and jury of like this me that I'm embodying and how I'm going to put that out there into the world and the misunderstandings possibly or the lack of inclusion that may occur from 
friends and family and, you know, even people who listen to me. So that is, that is a function of our nervous system, right? We have the social nervous system. And the social nervous system is really designed to keep us, uh, to keep us safe. Like there is this safety mechanism inside of our body and it can keep us very fixed. It can keep us very small and kind of stuck. Like I'm going to just be this version of me because I don't, want like the fear of losing others of losing my identity because like we don't know who this new version is going to be maybe it's not even apparent of what's there maybe what's apparent is just that you know that this version of you that is here right now isn't working anymore but there's fear around going into the unknown and what is this new version and who's going to react how are people going to react and accept you or not in this new version like those are all real things like they can they can literally bring you to your knees in in terror like truly the lack of the the thought that you know maybe this person who you love more than anything is no longer going to accept you and or understand you and they will reject you it's a real fear and that fear can really hold people back the other side of that is maybe they won't. And maybe if they do, it won't even matter because you're going to feel so much deeper inside of yourself that there will be a grief and a loss, but it, in essence, it's not going to kill you like, you like you may think or feel it is. And so as I was dancing and moving through this and moving with like these like ideas and things that are coming that I'd like to do in this year, right? And, and really reflecting on New Year's resolutions, which is, is not something, it's not something I do. I mean, I, if you followed me for a while, you know, I do like cyclical, I wouldn't call them resolutions. I, I just call them focuses or intentions. I focus on things as each and every season comes. I do a little ritual to guide myself through that season. I do it with my family as well. We do it as a collective and as well as an individual. And so, yeah, for the new year, I did sit down and um, actually created a piece of art. That is one thing I do around the new year. But it wasn't, I didn't like, right, I'm going to stop biting my fingernails, right? Which is something I would have done at some point in my life as a New Year's resolution. And FYI, I've never not bitten my fingernails. That that resolution has never stuck. Um, and I don't really care, honestly. Like, that's kind of why I don't focus on it anymore because I, I just don't care. It is a soothing mechanism that I have that I picked up very, very young. And I have lots of other coping mechanisms, but that's one that stayed and I just don't really care anymore that, that this is a thing that I do. So the point is that I'm sure there's many of you out there that come at these New Year's resolutions from all sorts of different ways. One might be to be a better version of yourself. One might be because you don't like a thing you do. And if you don't like a thing you do or a way you are or a way you look like, you know, my fingernails, I don't like the way they look. I don't, uh, I, I do now. I actually don't care. But for a long time, I didn't like the way it looked. I didn't like that that was a habit of mine that other people could see. 
And it was like, I didn't like it, so I wanted to change it. And and that is a way for sure of going about things. In my experience and with working with other people is when we don't like a part of ourselves and we try and change it, it doesn't often stick. So there's got to be some reckoning of why we don't like that part of ourselves. Like, why do we hold extra weight? Right? That's a big thing. Why do I bite my fingers? And then, like, once you understand the root of the why, then finding some love for it. Ooh, that's a big one, right? Finding some love for it. Once you find love for it, it tends to naturally shift and or you embrace it as part of yourself. So for me and my fingernails, I've just embraced it. Like, I don't need that to be a thing that I need to break, at least right now. Maybe I'll change. But as we're doing these resolutions or whatever you do in the new year, intention setting, or maybe you do nothing at all. But, but what I know is a lot of people out there are doing it for reasons that I'd like to, to bring your intention or attention is a better word to see if you're doing it for reasons that will allow you to shift or not. And along with this idea of being stuck, because a lot of those New Year's resolutions come from a place of feeling stuck, is it really the weight that you're upset with? Or is that the full picture? Or is it the feeling stuck in your body and feeling stuck in perhaps a life that doesn't feel good to you. And so you eat to cope, right? Like that's a thing. That's a thing I've actually done. Like there's no judgment on that or whatever your thing is. Do you feel kind of stuck in that way of being? Do you feel stuck in a life that you don't actually enjoy? And not from some like I don't know. There's so much coaching out there that's such bullshit, in my opinion, that's like, go to your way to a better life. And and like <laughs> these three steps or these 10 steps and it's gimmicky and we buy it hook, line and sinker because we want the thing that they're selling. And, and I get that because I've also done that. But what I'm saying is like, really love yourself, <laughs> like actually, like not just five steps to loving yourself, but like as a daily as a daily journey, loving yourself deeper or exploring yourself deeper as a daily journey or getting more connected with your true self, with your soul self. Because I believe we come into this life with purpose and that is part of our evolution of a soul. And that may not have anything to do with a job. It may have something to do with a job, but it may not. And so for me, I, I know very much what that sole purpose is. There's many of them, but one that I'm currently working on, and I just already recorded a podcast, I'll release it after this one, about the shift in my business and that, and that purpose and that reclamation for me. And so I guess I'm, I was really inspired by this dance to just hop on and record some thoughts and words about you don't have to be stuck. You, you really don't. And I know it's scary and I know that there's all of those things that we wonder as we begin to shed parts of ourselves and begin to allow ourselves the ability to die, I guess, in some ways, so that new parts of us can uncover and be reborn, that that can feel scary. And so we stay stuck and too many of us stay stuck. 
And so I'm inviting you in this new year to, to not be stuck, to be brave, to be courageous, to know that at some points it's going to suck, to know that at some point you're going to cry, to know that there will be fear that comes up, but also to know that the other side of it, through the love of the self, through the being with the self, through the connection to the true self, the soul self, not the ego and the mind and the logic that tries to control everything, that this is where we will find, where you will find, where I find greater self-love, greater self-acceptance, and really a life that that is like your life. Like that's where your life is waiting. That's like the, where the return home is actually waiting for you. It's in that space. And so it takes a lot of showing up. <laughs> and so here's my invitation. Like you're not alone on this journey. We're, we're doing it. And, you know, that is what I help people do. Um, so if you want to learn more about what I'm up to, or if you just want to send me an email and say, this is my story and what are you thinking? My my method is to midwife, right? Because I am actually a birth midwife and healer, right? And so I open up and help women go inside and give them tools so they can do the work themselves. Like I don't do it for you. I don't help women like give birth, like they have to do the work. I'm there to give them tools, to give them encouragement, to give them guidance, and to really walk the journey with them, not to do it for you. Because that that doesn't work. That doesn't help you feel very powerful. It's not going to be really powerful for you to always come back after session after session after session because you feel really good in the session and you know what to do, but then you go and you're like, I don't know, I, I need her, I need her words, I need, right? That's not my goal. My goal is to give you tools and to walk on this path together for as long as we need. So, um, yeah, you can head over to soulmidwifejulie.com or just send me an email, julie at julieannwithanysoulmidwife.com. I think that's really all I want to say today. It's a brief, short podcast, but I feel like it has so much power and so much like inspiration. I'm feeling very inspired by what's coming through me and, um, yeah, it was nice to touch base with you all and make sure you send me a note. Tell me what you're up to and I will see you next time. All right, everyone. See you later. Bye.